Did you take a big hit there it's or what? Hit or was, oh, what are you eating over there? Oh, this chocolate shot. So we got these chocolate shots. They look like little liquor bottles. That with, one wasn't no good. <laughs> so they got Jim Beam in one, which is our favorite. The tequila. And then tequila in one. one. I think that was good. There's vodka in another one. And yeah. This vodka's is this, not too good. Yeah, it's this, not too good. This is his orange liqueur yeah. or something. Yeah. So welcome to Cross the Line 1524. I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, and we got a special guest who's getting ready to put the headphones on right there. Santa, Santa's gotta here. Got to give him a Santa. been, Santa's in the house. Santa's We've been good in the house. <laughs> Santa, how you doing? Doing good. Oh, it's like doing good. I'll turn you up again. So you got to spot that microphone. You got to talk right into. And yeah, you can turn it. There you go. Ho, ho, ho. There we go. There you go. Ho in here. Yeah. There's a red light district for that. Made my night when Santa came to the door. Yeah. So we did a little pre planning and Santa Claus made it here. So Merry Christmas, Santa. Merry Christmas to you all. So I got a couple of extra Christmas gifts. We gave some gifts out, but I got some extra ones. So, Santa, have you heard our podcast about the. Paranormal experiences here at the Rusted Nail? Yes, I have. So hold on, I'm gonna turn you up a little bit. So we're gonna we're gonna do a podcast in the stone cellar of the Rusted Nail Speakies. <laughs> some of us are. <laughs> so I've got some gifts here so for some folks. So first of all, I've got a gift here. This is for Dwayne for when we do that. Oh, a cat ball. Yes. Cat so uh, no doty you can't play with there's it. a button you push on oh. the side. so there you go so the spirits can turn the cat ball on and off don't touch my ball <laughs> you talking to me yeah. <laughs> jeff just takes it out of my hand <laughs> i, I want to play with it jeff wants to play with your ball now, we're not going to talk too much about that so for jeff so you know we all have there's different uh um different levels of believability and acceptability and amusement with the whole paranormal thing so for jeff i have a little bottles of maker mark so you can just you can just sit back relax and enjoy the show yeah that's great so reuben oh my gosh here you go buddy (laughs) 2020 i got him a roll of toilet paper because he's gonna Poop his pants when it all goes down. <laughs> hey, 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 Alan. Yeah, I'm gonna turn this on. I'm gonna lay it set here there and see if Benjamin says see if hi Ben's to us. hanging yeah. around us tonight. So yeah, it's all good. So we've been talking about earlier. We talked about uh, some some great Christmas. And since we got Santa here, we'll ask him. Growing up, what's one of your best 
you know, memories of Christmas growing up as a kid? Growing up as a kid. What what new memory just burns into you as an awesome, awesome Christmas? Probably thanking my parents for everything they've done for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's like that's like me. I, we get talking about good Christmases, and I can't, I can't think of a bad one. Right. Yeah, growing up, I mean, you just you don't. And, and your I'm parents, a fortunate soul. We all are. Our parents did everything yeah, they could make sure we enjoyed Christmas. So, our friend Santa here is our good buddy Jim. So, people who don't know, we got Jim Wolfel here. He's our fifth member of Cross the Line 1524 tonight. He's been drinking Captain's. Captain Morgan's and Coke. Captain Morgan Diet Coke. A little spiced rum. So he fits right in here he at the does. Rusted Nail Speakeasy. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. 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 Table 12, how you doing over there? They're, they're, you know what? <laughs> That's the quietest <laughs> thing all night. <laughs> Table 12, how are you doing? You know what happened? They, they started early. There you go. They did. So now we're going to talk. You know, everybody has those Christmas disasters. You know, the, the things that you'd, you know, the the Griswold family Christmas things that you'd like to forget about. Everybody's got one of those, surely. So, Dwayne, you got anything? I don't have one that's a disaster, I guess. It, one that makes me feel bad. You know, when, you, when you're growing up, you get something and you... For me, it was something I, I'll never forget what it was. I, I got the present and wasn't what I was expo- hoping for. And But you don't realize at the time, maybe the times were harder and you know your parents were doing all you could and that's all you could get. And I never really realized that until, I don't know, it was 08 or whatever when things kind of hit hard here and you know my business got slow and we were really tight and we couldn't do as much. That's when I finally realized what, you know, what that was and i guess it was a double shock from you know brought back that memory and and i'm living that memory now where you know we're struggling you know things got hard right. and right uh, and that was that was mine i mean we didn't have any disasters like you said we were we were blessed and you know we we always had what we needed we were never wanting you know anything but um that was my i guess bad memory of it but it was <coughs> didn't realize it then until just a few years right. ago that you know what that meant and where they you know i guess where maybe, maybe where my parents were at that time compared to All right you right. just don't realize things uh, the same way but no i mean ours were always good i mean there was always the goofy things that went wrong but nothing really disastrous or bad so jeff no not really i would say um you know uh, when my dad passed away, it was just a few days after Christmas. So certainly leading up to that, and he was sick, and um, you know we we knew it wasn't going to be long, and and some of us maybe had those experiences. But um, so that was it's one of those things. It's it's kind of weird for me because I I I separate things in a way that. I had to sit here and think about that quite a bit with regard right. to a bad Christmas, and I didn't even tie that together because I don't, I really don't remember it as a bad Christmas. And I, I, I and you know, maybe because of everything that was going on, I don't remember much about the Christmas itself. Um, but you know, looking back, I know it was within a few days, and so certainly as a family, we were. We're, 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 we weren't couldn't have been in a good place right, at that Christmas, right. right? So, but I don't, but I don't tie it together. For some reason, it just it just doesn't. 
the, the two things don't cross the same plane right. for me. Right. And then, um, you, you know, you, I, I can think of events at Christmas. You know, we got a big family and, and uh, we've had funny things happen. I mean, just, you know, <clears throat> pranks or whatever. Um, I won't say anything tragic or bad right beyond that probably um you know a few years back and you and you guys know this i lost my job just shortly before christmas a few years back it's the first time in my life i was ever unemployed and um again i don't really tie it to christmas fortunately by the time christmas actually got here i already had another job lined up that i yeah. started at, at the first of the year so but um but I do remember it. It uh, it set me back a little bit, certainly, right. with regard to being able to feel secure. You know, right? Again, I'd been working near thirty years and never been unemployed for a day. Didn't even know the first thing about what do you signing do? up for unemployment, unemployment. Right. or anything like that. Right. Um, but fortunately, but but fortunately, it turned around pretty quick, and and um, again before Christmas, I was already had a new job lined up, and and that all worked out. But you know, I just um, uh, Christmas, the the celebration and and stuff like that is about family, and then you know beyond that, it's about it's about uh, the gift of our of our Savior, right? And and so that's. You know, for me, I can't. I can't really find anything bad. I can't say as I've had. I can't look. I'm sure. I, you know, like like Dwayne. I'm sure there were times where there was a gift I was looking forward to that I either didn't get or I got, and it wasn't as extravagant. It, it wasn't yeah. what I thought it was going to be. Or right. Make me feel the way I thought it was going to be. But I couldn't tell you any any one item that that was. Right. Right. You know, looking back. And then, you know, certainly with my children, Christmases with my children have been, you know, just special to me every year. And uh, so that's all I can say. Good deal. Jim, how about you? Well, as a, I'd say as a kid, I never had a bad Christmas. When you become a parent and when you're young and when the money's not coming in, you try to give your kids the best Christmas ever, and then you got to worry about the next month whether you're going to pay your rent or not. Right. Um, <clears throat> but following Jeff, um, loss of a parent, um, lost my wife two days before Christmas, and it was a matter of walking through the motions because you wanted your grands, grandkids to have a good Christmas. And it's it always comes back to that time of year that you don't want them to experience pain or suffering. Um, but yeah, it's something you'll never forget. Right. So. Yeah. So Ruben, how about you? Uh, November 28, 2000. Uh, Corey's 12 years old, and he relapsed from cancer. So the good side of that is, it's now 2020. His brother was a perfect match for Christmas. Perfect. Amazing, yeah. So, you know, 
I'm going to echo a little bit of what Jim talked about as a parent uh-huh. uh, when I moved to Key West. So, sold everything here, and I'm going to tell you, up until that point, my kids had the best Christmas. I mean, moved to Key West, buy a tour boat business that is driven by tourism, and right. we immediately have two hurricanes. So, I had contracts with, tour, with uh, two uh, cruise ships who as soon as they hear a hurricane, they bypass Key West. Uh, and the hurricane season, of course, starts in June. So the hurricanes came in September, in like November-ish, October-ish. So we had no business. So we had a Christmas. We went from you know a lavish Christmas for my kids to me going to the dollar store, buying wow. dollar store toys for my kids. And that was tough, I'm telling you. Sure. It was, first sure. of all, I really didn't have the money uh, to buy the dollar store toys and right. then I right. bought them and I'm like this is not what they're used to you know right. it, and and it was I mean I didn't have any money to buy anything for my wife at the time I, I mean we were so anybody that knows anything about living in the Florida Keys the cost of living there is about four times what it is here Right. right. Uh, I was renting a, a house at the time uh, and Jim knows a little bit about this because his in-laws live down there it's a funny story. The cost of insurance. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, the, you're, t- if you rent a place, it's about two grand a month just for a little little shack, quite honestly. So, I had that. I had my rent at the marina. I had my insurance and all my boats, and I didn't have anything coming in. I mean, we didn't have anything. Uh, and it was a kind of a, what I thought was a dark time until my kids opened those those dollar store gifts and were elated so right. you know sometimes um when you you think it's it's not it's not right it turns out being right you know right uh right. it was it, i want to tell you it was tough it was that was a tough time sort of like i mean you went through a little tougher time obviously and jim went through a tougher time than that but it, it all goes back to family um, oh, I you know I wouldn't I wouldn't trade it for the world. It, you no matter what we went through, I wouldn't trade it for the world today. Right. It's fact. But you, but you know, as parents, we want to give our kids more. Right. Than what our parents gave us. That's right. Right. It's absolutely. You're right. So it's funny. I mean, you talked about not kind of getting the gift you that you thought you were going to get. So my. My grandma and grandpa who lived here, they, they weren't well off. They, they right. I mean, they, they work for... Did you break something, Ruben, already? <laughs> Not the chair yet. Here we go again. <laughs> no, I just dropped my coaster. That's all, Alan. So, <laughs> I, I, no, not well off is not the right yet. word. They weren't wealthy at all. Right. right. So I'll never forget uh, one year, all I got was a coloring book. And it was about that thick. Right. And as an idiot kid, I remember saying, is this, is all, this is all right. I'm getting? You know, and my, I'll never forget my mom saying, you know. Shut up. Shut up. Because I just been. <laughs> she to, couldn't backhand you. You were too far away. Well, my dad wanted to, <laughs> let me tell you. Uh, and, you but know. You didn't, under, you didn't understand. I didn't right. Understand you don't that. get it. Yeah. Right. But, you know, later that next week, as I'm coloring in that, I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. Right. You know, I. I you know, back then I wrote a letter. Grandma and Grandpa, I really love. They they didn't have a lot of money, and right. I hesitate to say this, but when I moved back here, I started writing a book 
about the garage that's out there. It's now I got my band equipment in it. But what it had in it when I came back here was all the stuff my grandpa saved. Stuff that most people don't even understand what it is. Was that Elmer? No, this is Grandpa uh, Art. But okay. Elmer did the same exact thing. Elder Elmer. Yeah, so <clears throat> every point set he ever took out of a motor was in a can in there. Wow. <laughs> every part spark plug he ever took out of anything was in a can in there. Does everything have that? Every so? nut and every right. bolt. And, my, and Elmer well, was the same way. They grew up during right. the Depression, yep. and everything had a value to it. Right. Where nowadays, you take a spark plug out and you throw it in the trash can. Right. You know, and most kids nowadays... Don't even know what what points, points are. are. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, as part of it, when I was writing a book, I'm like, you know, most people don't even know what a set of points are. Right, you're saying uh, that now, and people are going, they're googling. Right, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, you know, uh, here's a man um, who <clears throat> worked his butt off. Then he was a sh- sharecropper for a long, long time in his life, and then he, there was a. I don't know if anybody knows, but there used to be a casket company in Brookville, Indiana. Yes, yep. right. So he worked. No, yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, so he yeah. worked for the casket company. Yeah. In fact, there's a casket mold out back here yet. Really? No, yeah. Okay. yeah. Is, Mary, is Mary, has yeah. she been cleaning it? <laughs> she might be. <laughs> so we used. To, he used to get the casket molds. They were made of fiberglass. We used them as feed troughs for stuff. Right. Because you dig in the ground a little bit and set that mold. Uh, but he worked at the casket company uh, in Brookville. Yep. So, and they were never, um, I don't say, I'm trying to say this respectfully, they just weren't, money wasn't, you know, a big thing with them. And and um, it's just, and I wasn't smart enough to realize that as a kid that it wasn't about money, it was about um, the companionship. But you know now. Yeah, right? so when I used to stay here, we every summer when I was a little kid, I'd spend two weeks at Hilda and El- Elmer's and here with Aunt Naomi. So, <sighs> I gotta say this softly. My grandma and grandpa Stanger uh, probably didn't get along the best uh, in their, you know, when they, so we had, they had the trailer out in front of the house, but my grandpa still loved the house. So he had a mattress and stuff in the house. So he goes, hey, while you're here, we'll go sleep in the house. <laughs> so he had an air conditioner in the front right. room. And it was, and but there was nothing like that, you know. Kind of like camping out. It was. And so with Elmer and Hilda, this is how things had changed. I'd stay at Elmer and Hilda's. And uh, folks that don't know, they lived on River Road. It's a small world because Jim's mother and father-in-law lived there. Right. And um, my grandpa can, used to say, hey, I remember the last Indian. I remember him on the, that hillside right there. So they owned about 100 acres. Uh, and it bordered the river. And then it went up the creek for a long time. Fox and, creek. Yeah. So I would, as a kid, I'm telling you, I'm 10 years old. And I'd have breakfast. With Grandpa before he worked for the State Department, so he'd leave, go to the State Department, and I would just head up the creek, me, right. myself, and I. And there were there was a couple caves that the Indians had left there that you could go in. Oh, really? They weren't real deep. They're probably here, twelve feet deep. Right. But I'd just play up there, you know, play up the creek. I mean, cool. my uh, there, there's memories there that people just don't well never. Ever uh, this day and age, didn't need a dollar to do it either, did you? Not a no. dollar. And you know, I'd, it's funny. I'd come back. Some, I guess I got hungry enough. I'd come back, and my grandma would be making lunch. Right. Just miraculously. <laughs> miraculously. 
And then, uh, you know, that's I, the same grandma that gave you the yeah. coloring book, right? No, different grandma. Different, different grandma. Okay. And then uh, she goes, now don't be gone for long because, you know, Elmer will be home because, right. you know, he worked for, went in early, so he'd come back early, so then we'd feed the cows. And so here's how old fashioned both my grandparents were. So Elmer and Hilda. So they had cattle and they had corn they grew. So most people had a corn picker right. that picked their corn. Yep, yep. Not my grandma and grandpa Evans. Picked it by hand. They picked it by hand. Wow. Holy So, God. I mean, it was... I mean, they had a bunch of chickens. They had leghorn, foghorn, leghorn chickens. Right. Them damn things that chased me all over. <laughs> I thought, God damn, I'll never have chickens. Here he is <laughs> on a farm today with chickens. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you, I didn't get any leghorns. Because I, I remember those so bad. It's like... Those things would chase me. I just uh, and then they had uh, as I, when I was a little kid, they still had work the workhorses. Um, you know, I, and then I, I just remember those a little bit. My grandpa here had workhorses. In fact, I got a couple of portraits of him right. with the workhorse. And there's probably a lot of people don't understand that not everybody had tractors. No. They had uh, horses, and the horses would pull the farm equipment. Right. Um, my grandma and Grandpa Evans had a lot of horse-drawn equipment there that they had converted. They were Alice Chalmers people, so they converted them to run on their Alice Chalmers stuff. But when I was a little kid, their horses pulled it. So things have changed. But, I mean, just One imagine. Thing I remember about Hilda and Elmer is they would always come down for Christmas Eve down to Dale and Dixie's. Oh, no kidding. Every year. They'd always be invited down and celebrate Christmas Eve with them and Dixie would say, well, Hilda and Elmer, can we give you a ride home? Sparking. No. Hilda would say, no, we're going to see if the sparks fly on the way home. <laughs> call it walk, and then they walk back home. Okay. Uh, so, <clears throat> here's how small the world is. So, I'm living down in the Florida Keys playing music. <clears throat> and uh, there's a big outdoor concert and I'm playing at it with the band and uh, they introduced me from Indiana, and so I, I get done. And I knew Dale and Dixie lived down there, but it was kind of in the back of my mind. I knew they lived in the Keys, didn't know where. So I'm walking through the crowd, going back to get a cocktail. This lady stops me and says, hey, I hear you're from Indiana. What part? And I looked down. I said, Dale and Dixie Foster. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> she goes, what? I said, <laughs> I said, I'm Alan Stanger. I said, uh, Elmer and Hilda Evans were my grandparents. Oh, my God. No so, kidding. literally, they lived about five miles from me down. Not even five miles from me. Um, That's great. Little Torch kid. <laughs> they lived on Little Torch. I was living in Summerlin at the time, uh, which very close. So, we started, uh, I went over there a couple times and had dinner with them. And they'd come watch us play. And, I, you know, I went from that band to my own band and Chad Allen and Coconut Thunder. And they used to come out. She goes, oh, you do those songs. Reminds me of the old days. So it was funny. So she goes, come over for dinner. So we do a night. I come over for dinner. And she pulls out this photo book. And it's got all pictures of my grandma and grandpa. So as a kid growing up, you only, you know, your vision of grandma and grandpa is grandma and grandpa. Right. So she's got these pictures of them playing cards, having cocktails. She, She goes, 
Yeah, they get done, and then they'd walk home, and I said, we'll take you. They'll take you home. He goes, oh, no, we might spark on the way home. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and I had never heard that ever. You know, it's funny, that, because I live directly across the river from you guys. Yeah. So So it was funny, because our big thing was it was great when the mounds had the neon lights. Yes, right. And we could see the neon lights from the farm on the other side (laughs) of the river. You know what's funny? As as a kid, and you'll like this, Jim. As a kid, I lived over across the river in English Woods, right? And we used to sneak up river and and look across the at the river at the ladies that would be sunbathing out on the river. Yeah. <laughs> I guess who the ladies were sunbathing <laughs> out the river. Yeah. It was Chip's wife Dinah at the time. Yeah. Yeah. She, was, she was yeah. she was a, she was probably a senior in a high senior school. Senior in high school. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. It's yeah. like we always remember uh Dinah. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, yeah. so they had uh, Dale had really she was fixed a beautiful up. Lady. Had a little yeah, boathouse and stuff yeah. down there. I mean, it was really it's yeah. Cool. So it's it's so to grow up. You know, this is how small. Right. Uh, right. No matter how big you think the world is, this is how small it is. So yes. yeah. you know, move thirteen hundred miles away, and here are the folks that live next to my grandma and grandpa. Right. So it's funny. I moved back here. They moved back about you know. So here's what happens down in the Keys, I'll tell you. So like my old band, there's like one person left down there. Because everybody down there, if you stay long enough, you realize everybody else is crazy down there. Property values are nuts. Right. Uh, and right. you you got to come back to reality. Um, so it was when I lived down there, it was, you know, I had a handful of friends. And I had Dale and Dixie. But everybody else was kind of had their thumb up their ass. <laughs> So I move back here, move in a trailer in the middle of nowhere. Every time I go outside, people honk their horn and wave. That's the difference. Uh, living right. in the Midwest, uh, at least here, uh, everybody was your friend. I mean, I didn't know who the hell these people were. Right. They'd honk the horn and wave. Uh, yeah, it, I drove by and would honk at you out there, and you know, no clue who I was. <laughs> no, no clue. That's just what we you do, were, right? You were flipping him off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that idiot redoing that house, man? It's crazy. What a so, fool. I'm not sure how we got from Christmas to this conversation. Oh, yeah, it's, but we, it's all related we, we to got, the holiday. It's all related well, we to Christmas. Well, you got to talk about your grandparents. Yeah. And, and then yeah. How, it's great. How all this stuff ties together. So I got, I got a story. I only really knew one of my grandparents because... Um, I was born kind of late in my parents' life. I mean, my my mom was pushing forty when I was born, so right. and I do not remember uh, my mom's parents at all. And um, my grandfather on my father's side lived until he was ninety four, so I was fortunate enough to wow. to be able to know him and spend some time with him in late in his later years. You mentioned the mounds. Now he he's in Cincinnati. They my parents grew up in Cincinnati before they moved out here in fifty two. Right. And my grandpa was telling me a story one time, you know, uh, I don't know, he may have been, you know, to the point of bedroom and I was up visiting with him or he was starting to fail, you know, his health was starting to fail. And, but he was very, he, his mind was sharp to the end. And uh, he was telling me a story about the mounds when he was a young man that would come out the mound. So you're talking about the, the 19 teens. Right. You know, he was born, he was born. And the mounds like, opened in 1919. Yeah, he was born in the yep. late 1800s, and there was a dance hall down over the hill. Yes, by yeah. the river. Yes. Okay. Right. So the big thing was, you know, they'd come out, head out here on a Saturday morning, horse and buggy. Yep. Okay. All the way from Cincinnati, come out here to have dinner and go to the dance hall. Yep. And he said, and then 
when you headed back home and it was getting dark, you just slap your horse on the ass. There was only one way to go. It knew its way. And then you just hopped in the back with your girl. Yeah, that's exactly right. (laughs) That's exactly right. So you talk about that. Wow. And, 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 you know, so while it seems, especially for this generation, to be just eons ago, it was only a generation and a half, a generation, yeah. Yeah. generations so, ago that people were in horse and buggies to right. get so you, from one place to another. You talk about that a little bit. So there used to be, <clears throat> so at Elmer, I don't know if you if you know this, so there used to be a camp that people at, at Elmer and Hilda's that people used to come out before my time. I, I don't remember it. Uh, but it was on, you go down the hill by the chicken house, and then off the left, there was a building there. That was a summer camp. People from Cincinnati would come there and pay my grandma and grandpa to stay there before the dam was there. So what sure. would happen is they used to tell me stories when the water would get up, fish would come up right. in there, then the water would go down, the fish would be still there. Right. They'd call everybody out, we're having a fish fry. A fish fry, right. So right. New, in New Trenton, of all places, so... If if you turn onto St. Peter's Road out of New Trenton, right, and then Camp Lindmary, there you go, yes. off to the right. Yes, there used to be, and there the remnants of the buildings are all still there. I yes. mean, yeah. those were expensive summer camps yes. where folks from Cincinnati would come out, yep. and it was a that was a retreat because they yep. didn't have all at that point in time. There weren't all these lakes. A lot of these right. lakes that people enjoy, including the Brookville. And, and and down in Kentucky, a lot of those are man-made lakes right. for right. flood control. Right, those weren't up then. Right, so the rivers were really the uh, vacation destinations for people that wanted right. to be around water. So I mean, there was tons. Th- 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 well, they Camp, Lit- yeah, Camp Lindmary had a set of steps that ran all the way to the hill, all the way down to the river. Yeah, well, I you, lived right around the corner from there on St. Peter's Road when I was a kid. Well, they'd get away from the city too. I mean, right. yeah, right. We, this is close enough. To Cincinnati, but yeah, right. far enough away. Lynn Mary was a prime location for people out of Cincinnati. Yeah. Prime yeah. location. Well, and then uh, when I was in 4-H, we actually had 4-H camp there at Camp Lynn Mary a couple years. Oh, you did? No yeah. kidding. Yeah. yeah, it was great. It was yeah. a great place. Yeah. You know, it's a shame now that places like that are gone. Right. I mean, it's it's really... Have you been there? I mean, uh, it's all rotted down. All rotted Stuff's down. Stuff's falling down. Yeah. It's, uh, well, I mean, the problem is nobody would use it. Right. Even if it was in perfect condition, it doesn't meet today's standards. Today's standards. There's no Wi-Fi. Well, or, and, and you yeah. know, you talk about the mounts, and we talk... You know, I have a huge history of the mounts restaurant, so the, the sh- there's shelters behind the mounts, little sheds. Those were stay-ats, right? Right. So when you come up there on a horse and buggy, you actually could rent one of those little sheds. There were seven of them in the same situation there, just like Lenmary. It's just like uh, the Hearthstone. The Hearthstone, yeah. Hearthstone had it also. They would travel between Indianapolis and Cincinnati, and they would stay at these little places. Mount Haven was the next one, right? It was the next one there. Right. So, you know, I learned that that history also. And it's funny because we're sitting here talking about a lot of things that were actually touched to me in my life because – my, my my family grew up working at the Mounds Restaurant. I grew up on Englishwoods right at the Whitewater River across from the Fosters and your grandparents' phone uh, home, farm. And then yeah. I actually grew, my first wife first started, lived on St. Peter's Road right around the corner from Lindmary. Right. right? So it, it's really weird to sit and have these conversations 35, 40 years later. And it all relates to everything that I've seen growing up. It's, well, it's, and and... You talk about the camps and the people that had the camp, the, the river camps. Yes. 
Ruben, correct me if I'm wrong. Your yeah. neighborhood where you lived was, was one originally, of those. Was originally yeah, a that was a river yes. camp. It was a river right. camp, and that's it really yes. kind of is now again. It is, and if you if yeah. you go outside to that camp and you look now, there's actually a canal. So uh, if you go to the far side by the railroad tracks and up the railroad tracks, you can follow that. There was actually the canal that part connects, of the Whitewater Canal, part of the Whitewater Canal yeah. that went from Metamore to Cincinnati. Yeah, uh, is still there. The canal is there. Obviously, it's not running right now, and it's completely Grown washed in, in and yeah. stuff. But that really was the canal at that time for the Horse Strong Canal, and which went all the way to Metamore, Indiana. Right, right. And, and you know, you go and see that, but it's weird how I can sit here and talk about Alan's grandparents yeah. and and Jim's. Family and then where I came from, and then it's it's just strange how all this worked out. How I, I can relate to all of that stuff, and right. it's very cool. So we got off track from Christmas, didn't? That's we? okay. That's that's okay. <laughs> squirrel, squirrel. <laughs> do we have a moment for the word? We, the we, word, we, word. Do we, you have anything else word. to say? Well, we just never get off track otherwise. Yeah. I don't think. Right? No. Come on. So we got. So Tony, Tony had these names for us. So you're the instigator. Is that what he calls me? Yeah, now? you're the, the instigator. I'm the instigator. Okay. He's the mechanic. the mechanic. He's the word. And I'm the producer. You're the producer. So I'm so, the instigator. I feel like you're the, the instigator. Target. I don't feel like the no. Instigator. You're the instigator. I feel like the target. <laughs> hey, listen. I want to say something. I'm so glad to see Jim here tonight. I, I am too. Uh, that made my day. So Jim, said, aka Santa Claus. So I set that up. So I yeah. texted him. I said, Hey, buddy, what you doing? So it was cool. So for those that don't know, we do a breakfast. We call it the old man's breakfast every Saturday morning at the VFW. I'm the oldest guy there, right? You are. You are. Well, in in our group anyway. In our group. Yeah. You're not the oldest guy there. So he was there this morning and, you know, he played it off well. He goes, I'll see you guys next week. Well, and I know because we'd already set up. He's coming here tonight. So. Well, it's funny because I just talked to Jim a few hours ago at his residence, and he's like, "You never mentioned a thing." Yeah, he uh, asked me. So. He asked me earlier today. We we ran. Into hey, what are you doing tonight? He's like, like, oh, like oh, so "What guys. you got going on?" I said, oh, "We're going to be over Alice doing podcast or something like that." <laughs> oh, okay. Well, he didn't come. Santa came. So see, it was right. You're right. It was his alter ego. He brought Jim with him. Right. Brought Jim. Yeah. See, so he wasn't. Ho ho ho. <laughs> no, really, may, maybe made my Christmas because, you know, I've seen Jim in that Santa suit before, but it's been a while, yeah. and it was great to see him come walking. Well, I, I tell you, when I heard the Santa bells suit, ring and awesome. he walks through that door, it's like... There is uh, nobody presents Santa better than this guy. Uh, yeah, so you, yeah, you, know, you guys, uh, you know, out there on the podcast can't see it, but... His Santa suit is an old Santa, and it is posted on our web, on, on our Facebook. It's on our Facebook, and I'll I'll his Victorian Santa, yeah. and it's awesome. It's, yeah, it's old job. school. It's not you know ho 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 who wouldn't go. It's it's <laughs> right. Merry it's not Christmas. a Santa suit like what Ruben's wearing tonight. <laughs> right. Like that. Well, <laughs> we gotta post that one. These too. are my pajamas. <laughs> Velvet yeah, Santa uh, suits don't Santa really count. My wife and her awful. sister had an idea, and I was part of it. So, <laughs> Are they the Grinch? They are the ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Hello, ho. Table 12 is full of hoes tonight. Oh, my gosh. 
Wow, this conversation. And the the Christmas quick. cheer is hey, uh, and they're, flowing. And, and they've had enough alcohol to find that funny. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're toasting us. Cheers. Cheers. So here, here's what I want to say oh, before we log boy. off for the night is I'd like to thank all you guys for a great year. You know, um, I feel fortunate to even be here, obviously, for the COVID kick my ass. Uh, and we're going to do a podcast. I think our next podcast is we're going to do uh, the pandemic part two. Good. Because uh, there's a lot of things going on there. But, uh, you know, I feel fortunate to be here, period. You know, I feel fortunate my my beautiful wife over there took care of me and made it through. And then, you know, what has been a friendship for all of us, you know, for Dwayne and I for a long time, and then for the rest of us for, you know, four or five years here, turned into something even, uh, it's the right word I want to use. Uh, better is the word I'm coming up with. It's not the right word, but turned into more than just a friendship. And I want to thank all you guys for that. It's a fellowship. It is. Right. And, uh, you know, it's not just about doing a podcast. It's about getting together. You know, we all talk during the week, you know, non-podcast related stuff. Uh, and then some podcast related stuff. And then we got that damn Android user that we got to deal with, <laughs> you know, but I want, I, I get so much joy out of seeing liked this, 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 well, like Mar- this, this, yeah. Mar- love this. Mar- I know you guys' phones are blowing Mar- up. Margie last night, like two of your posts. So they all repeat it themselves. Itself. It's hard to stop. Like, I'm like, I'm stop not even it. responding. So, uh, Alan, if I if I can kind of take off on absolutely. what you're talking about, you know, it, it's it's a funny thing that these friendships happen really by happenstance. You know, um, that's a good term. You know, I mean, and that's just the way life is. It's a big bunch of happenstance, and you got to take the the good happenstances and grasp onto them, and and hang on to them. And you know, this group, this is, I mean. Again, um, whether whether we play the interview with my son and my daughter and oh, and, we're going to our other halves before yeah. before after this. Right after we did that, and we talked about it earlier, you know. So they're in their mid to late twenties and looking at getting married, and and they're they're in that part of life, and they're kind of in awe of this friendship that they see. They were like. My sons are the same way. It is just like, you guys are so cool. It's just the relationship you guys have with each other is so cool. And it is, but, you know, um, by happenstance, you know, throughout life, every one of us has made little tweaks and turns, and we could have went the wrong way. You know, there's times in my life I look back, I was hanging with the wrong guys, and if I'd have continued down that path, I'd have ended up where they ended up. And I didn't for whatever reason, right? For whatever reason. And I am in a place in my life right now, right here in this seat, that I would not rather be anywhere else. And I thank all you guys for that. Well, thank you, because uh, for whatever it's worth, Jeff, it means everything to me. Uh, that, so you know, I'm going to stop you. Yeah. That coming from the guy that said, what the hell are you getting me into with this exactly. podcast? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that has nothing to do with podcast. <laughs> well, you're right. And... This has to be yeah. with with what it is. Right? Exactly. Well, exactly. It, it, you know, life's life's difficult for everybody right now, and yep. I think a lot of people right here are thinking about who they're with and what 
what's going on in your life and stuff. And there's no judgment of what's going on here. And and I think everybody needs to have they need to have companionship, fellowship, and friendship, and everything you need. And I I've I've said I've made it before, and I'll say it again. You can call it corny or whatever you want, but I've my purpose in life is to make the next person I meet's life's better because it makes mine better. And that uh, I truly mean that. And I I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a, and a Happy New Year. And obviously we we want to move on and move forward. But I want to thank you guys because. I never thought in my life that it, it, nine months ago or ten months ago this week we'd be sitting here doing this and it's going the way it is and have the people involved with this the way it is. Whether anybody's listening to us or not, the fun yeah. we're having is Absolutely. all worth it. <laughs> the fun, you. the cocktails. You know, you know, it's and if I have good. to spend my life in the barrel, I'll take the chance <laughs> in the barrel. Right? That's just the way it's going to be. <laughs> You're going to yeah. learn to start swimming better. Well, you know what? I'm just, we're just glad you can see over the top of the bar. <laughs> well, I, I say I love you guys, everyone, but I really can't stand either one of you guys. So. Well, I, I'm, I'm going to jump in, too, because on the way earlier today, I was working at you know, putting some flooring down, and I was thinking everything you guys have all just said that, you know, at, at this point in life, I don't know if it could get much better, you know, it, the companionship and just the friendship we've had with all the crap that's gone on this year now i'm getting sick and everything gone and then you know we all decided we're going away for the weekend and then we kind of just pretty much stayed in a house for a week and i've never taken a trip with anybody other than immediate family that i you know after two days you're ready to kill somebody but we you know we had, i mean we had a week together in a house and yeah, at the end of the week, we were it was as we, probably we, closer or more. We could have done it again. Yeah, or, I mean, or could have went yeah. for another week because yeah, it was right, just yeah. it was we, just we spent felt a, like yeah. we spent a week in a house together. And if you'd asked me to go the next weekend and do another week, I'd have been on it in a heartbeat. Yeah, and big brother ain't got crap on us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it just and it, and and the companionship and the other benefit is you know we get along and we've had our but looking at the table table twelve over there. There's four more friendships that yeah, right. you know have have grown just from this special. too. It's just yeah. a special going on over there. So you know, it, it's just been it's been a great great year. And I don't know who was saying it, how we've happenstances. Ours was you know we met Ruben because Alan you know with the, with the Gator Fry. I met Ruben was frying chicken on the corner of the building, and I don't know why I stopped and start bullcrapping. And we were talking about frying chicken and something. Right. And, met Jeff because of the bees and you know and, and it just it's just been a great I mean with all the bad this has been a great year as a group and and like Alan said this 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 thing we're doing if nobody's listening we'll keep recording because we're having fun <laughs> I, I don't know I mean I don't you know, know if anybody's paying attention I, but you bring it on so I met Jim the same way and Jim's sitting here today at it's only been four or five years since I've met Jim, so uh, that's another caveat to all this getting together. And, you know, it only takes one voice is all it takes, and you can bring a world together. We are blessed. We yeah, are. Jim, bad. you want to say anything here before we sign off? No, I just It's, it's great to have you here. in today. Uh, thank Jim, you for coming. AKA Santa. Santa? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> haven't done it for three years and thinking about doing it again. No, it's that's good. Joy. It was, that's, uh, I tell you what, so uh, when I thought about asking Jim I knew he hadn't done it for a while and I thought well I want to reach you out there so he didn't answer me right away 
took a day. And he goes, well, maybe. I got some. Uh, Uh-oh. 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 I'm being surrounded or something here. Uh-oh. Something's going sure. on. We're all being surrounded. Uh, oh, no. Here oh. we go. Table 12. Table, Table 12 t- is taking over the bar at the Rusty okay. Nail Speakeasy. Table 12 just wants to say Merry Christmas to all of our listeners. Merry oh. Christmas. That's for Table Thank 12. You. Merry Christmas. Okay, let's go around the table we have. So right next to me is my beautiful wife, who you heard our dating story last week, right. Mary Stanger. Mm-hmm. And next to me is my high school sweetheart, Dodie. We've been together since our senior year. So we've been together longer than we've been apart now. So okay, how many, how many years? 34. <laughs> Thank you, Dodie. No, and was, they work together. Yeah. Well, yeah, and we work together. Yeah. We're together every, every day. day. So. Yeah, we've been, yeah, we've been working together for almost 20 years, or around a little over 20 years now. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. So next oh, to me is, is my everything, my Hello. beautiful wife, Robin. Hello. And so we've been married going on 31 years coming up here in March. She's your queen bee, ain't she? Absolutely. Queen bee. Absolutely. Mm. Hey, Ruben, who you got up in the next uh, year? Oh, next well, to on, me, we'll I, have, next. I have uh, my wife, Margie. She's been 33 years now. And uh, we've had a lot of fun together, and especially for the last... Uh, nine months we've been doing a lot of fun here with all the group and uh, you know uh, I don't think there's, you could find another blessed couple than we are that's for Amen. sure we all agree what's going on here next to me well this is Jim A.K. Santa next to me is your elf Tina Amrine the elf the elf <laughs> Kevin was not Kevin couldn't make the trip Kevin couldn't make the trip from South Carolina so Tina I got, I got, up. Tina. I got a little something for you to take back to Kevin for me for Christmas for me and Robin oh. at Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, Christmas. Good deal. Merry good Christmas. deal. Merry Christmas, Merry everybody. Christmas. So, Merry Christmas to everybody. So, for Cross the Line fifteen twenty four, I'm here with Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, our special AK Santa, and I'm Alan Stinger, and we'll see you next time. I tell you what, this is Alan Stenger with Cross the Line 1524, and we're here with one of our famous celebrities that you've heard on his podcast many times. It's the one and only Big Bubba. Bubba, how the heck are you doing? I tell you what, I just got done with one of them fabulous meals. Where is it? Tell us about this fabulous meal. Was it here in town? McDonald's? Arby's? Don't tell me you went to Arby's. Oh, sir, I was at the one and only. Crazy Dogs Pub and Grub. Hey, what? That's one of our favorite places as well. In fact, we did a couple podcasts from there. Uh, you know, Crazy Dogs, the one and only sports bar here in Brookville, Indiana. And I'll tell you, they don't have just the best wings in town. They have the best wings around, period. Well, what'd you have when you were there, Bubba? Well, me and the boys have just gotten done with one of those Ecto Containment Unit Captures doing a little ghost busting. So we got us there. 20 wings. And we got some of their gourmet hot dogs. You ever had those? Well, I'll tell you what, Big Bubba, absolutely. In fact, my favorite is the Michael's Memphis. They're 100% all beef hot dogs. And imagine this. Topped with pulled pork. It's Michael's favorite. He's the owner, Michael Rose. And I'll tell you what, you can't beat those gourmet hot dogs. Well, Big Bubba, what else did you have while you were at Crazy Dogs Pubbing? Well, we had some of them field gold french fries with the beer cheese. 
And speaking of beer, I tell you what, the beer was ice cold there. Me and the boys had a few of them. And then we were mixing some of them specialty cocktails for some other people. I tell you what, it all looked good. Well, I tell you what, Big Bubba, it is all good. It's one of our favorite places, whether you want a salad during a week, you want to get together with some friends for wings on the weekends, or you want some of those gourmet hot dogs. Oh, by the way, the cocktails, they're excellent. It's Crazy Dogs Pub and Grub, located at 300 Main Street in Brookville, Indiana. Look them up on Facebook, give them a try, and tell them that Big Bubba and Cross the Line 1524 sent you. Crazy Dogs Pub and Grub. Uh, I tell you what, little Crazy Dog sounds pretty good right about now. Maybe when I get done editing this podcast and uh, I'll grab Mary and go up and get some wings on a Sunday afternoon. Sounds pretty good. So... I got to tell you, I had a rough time at the end uh, editing this podcast, you know. Uh, We've got some great friendships here, and sometimes some of that stuff's hard to talk about and get out and get our feelings out there. You know, we're a bunch of rough redneck guys. We got it out there, though. We hope you guys enjoy listening to the podcast as much as we enjoy putting it together. So that's, you know, that's what it's about. You know, it's been said, you know, that um, 2% of the podcasts in the world make money the rest of them are out there to make the world a better place. That's kind of where we're at. Make sure if you like the podcast, you leave us a five-star rating or a comment on whatever podcast app you use. That just helps get us higher in the rankings. So when people search for podcasts, we pop up there for them. If you've got any comments or have any suggestions, you can email us directly at podcast at crossthelinefifteen24.com. And be sure to check out our webpage, www.podcast.com. Cross the line 1524.com where you can see Ruben, Jeff, Dwayne, and myself. You know, we've got faces for radio. That's all we can say. Um, you know, it's Christmas. Uh, and I wanted to leave us, instead of our Just One Drink song that we usually close with, I wanted to leave us with something a little special, a little Christmas song. So you got to be careful on podcasts. You can't, you know, infringe on copyright. So. I had to find a song that uh, it's copyright free, we're allowed to use, and it's rather fitting because when I get done with this podcast here and get it up on the net, I got to go get chicken eggs. So here we go. Merry Christmas from Cross the Line, 